Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Depps. I'm Katie. I'm Caitlin. The American opossum is the only marsupial to live in North America, and it's also immune to pretty much everything, like rabies and like most diseases. And also, they're adorable. It does um, that's, such a good job. That's not so much a fact as just they're really, really cute. Possums play an important part of your ecosystem. Don't be scared of them. They're wonderful. They're more scared of you than you are. They taste like chicken. Why would you say that? I don't know. Okay, I figured like anybody knew at this table it would be you. Oh, I figured it'd be you because all your stories start with, well, I grew up in the Midwest, so... <laughs> and then everything was terrible. It's a really <laughs> weird thing here, so I assumed that you were going to be the one that knew what it tasted like. Of course. Chicken. Check it. Chicken. That's and I'm Cameron. It's hot. It's hot. Use the hashtag Geeks Corner to tell us how hot it is where you are. Um, because um, we want to have conversation with you. Um, we are probably going to be replying from uh, the Daps Magic yes. uh, Twitter tonight <laughs> for uh, unforeseen uh, things totally within our but control. We have, we have, <laughs> but we have a celebrity tweet master. Sure. Who watches <laughs> Twitter? Billy D. Williams. Thanks, Billy D. Do you think that's true? No, that's not true. Uh, who's really running our Twitter tonight? I actually think this is the Haley the Hatter is running our Twitter. Haley Emerson! Branding! Oh, Haley Emerson. On Excuse Twitter, me. I am still Haley the Hatter. Oh, so Haley, I was but... right! Oh, I'm sorry. We're changing it to Haley Emerson. Woo! 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 Our socials as we try to run this show. Uh, can I test one thing real quick? <laughs> Calor. Okay, cool. 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 So, so understand. the bell is bilingual. The bell is bilingual. Kind of. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alright, so it's been hot at Disneyland this last week. And, uh, on Friday it was 114. Saturday Disgusting. it was 100. And, it was like 105. Oof, 105. Sunday it was 98, I think. And it sprinkled a little bit and somewhere in there, and too? It's, yeah, it spit at us. It's been, um, it's, Florida. it's been Florida. It's, it's been Florida, basically. But, but really weird. Um, but we still went there. I went every single day. You went, how was it? What was it like going to Disneyland when it's 100 and something degrees? Okay, so here is my reasoning. Okay. I have no air conditioning at my house. So I figured if I'm going to be miserably hot, I'm going to be miserably hot doing something fun. And I went to Disneyland. So, um, it was dead. There was really, I haven't seen it that empty in who knows how long. Um, the whole weekend it was empty. I mean, but Friday especially. I was only in Disneyland on Friday, and I mean, Indy had a 20 minute wait with fast passes available for five minutes after the time it was. Um, I got a fast pass for Small World for two minutes after the time it was. Um, pretty much everything was a walk on. It was great. It didn't feel 115, but I had a blast. So it was a dry heat. Saturday was even worse. Saturday, because it was humid, was miserable. Hmm. So. Well. It was, yeah. But I was one of the craziest who was there every single um, day. What was your best, your favorite part about going when it was super hot? I mean, the thing is, there are <laughs> things that you can do in the air conditioning, so I just kind of went from Disney and I went to the Tiki Room, I went to Haunted Mansion and Small World. I think I actually got to do attractions and things that I don't usually do 
because I'm not a ride person when I go to the park. So I went and actually did attractions because there was no one there. It was great. What's I, your favorite attraction on a hot day? Well, it's a small world. It's always my favorite attraction. But on a hot day, it's great too. <laughs> Everybody else? I do have air conditioning, so I stick. Yeah, it's definitely water. It's not coffee, for instance. <laughs> yeah. Mine's the uh, Animation Academy. That's my favorite attraction. Okay. Yours? A small world. Small world. Okay. I like the Tiki Room. That's fair. Or the train. Train's not air conditioned. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. Probably soon the Tropical Hideaway in general will be a good choice for that type of escape. But I think yeah. Launch Bay is actually the best because it is very cold it in there. Is. Like space. Yeah. And there was no one in there on Friday. And like space. Also like also like <laughs> space, you die when you step in. I didn't know that about Launch Bay. <laughs> wow. Wait, is this a new thing in Launch Bay? I mean, I've been five, you, five six times you, now. You, you walk in, you just suddenly can't breathe. It's crazy. It's yeah, in order it to make it more breath. immersive, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 immersive so, so it's either you walk in, you can't breathe, and you die, or for $50, you buy the space helmet in which um, you can breathe. Um, um, they're actually really fashionable. You can't even tell when you're wearing them. They're you literally just, the balloons. It's loaded directly onto your pass, so you just scan the your pass. <laughs> <laughs> Only the up balloons on it. It's hot. Alright, uh, let's keep moving right along. Please. Uh, this last weekend, to avoid the heat, we went and saw Ant Man and the Wasp. And uh, we went in, and it was like, I think it was like 106 degrees, and we came out of the theater, and it was 112. Yeah. Beautiful, right? It was great. No, thank you. It kind of hurt when you walked, like I was noticing when you walked out of the theater. Uh, maybe because it was from some, so cold of the theater to mm -hmm. so hot outside. But, um, and that guy hitting your shins right as you left, too. That, that hurt a little bit, too. <laughs> we have weird theaters down here, guys. Don't believe anything I say. I don't even know what you mean. Nope. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, Caitlin, what'd you think of it? Um, I enjoyed it. I I do like the first Ant Man. Um, I tend to gravitate towards the Marvel comedic movies. Mm -hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed the first one, and I had high hopes for the second one. I enjoyed Ant Man and the Wasp. Probably not as much as I enjoyed the first one. There were a lot of flip. I definitely slapped my knee a few times. Flapped, and I was like, yes, to some of the jokes. Um. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I liked it more than the first one, but I did enjoy it, and um, and you have to stay for the end credits. Well, it's a Marvel movie. movie. No, no, no. The whole movie, she maybe laughed and chuckled a few times through the whole movie, and then we got to the end credits, credits, and she literally started shouting at the I'm screen. Screaming. The theater is completely silent, and Caitlin is shouting. I was like, no. Like everybody else, was behaving silence. themselves. No, it was a stunned silence, I would say. It was being respectful. People definitely yelled, and they also super yelled at the very last thing you see after the credits. Oh, yes, that. That was... That okay. was... But Everyone still yelled. just like... Ugh. We also went opening nights, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe that was... But also a lot of people left our theater after the movie was over. Which I will never yeah. So yeah. many Why people left. Yeah. There, were maybe, there were maybe eight people left for the first... And credits. Um, what do you think? How would you rate this compared to other Marvel films? In I your mean, probably in the middle for me. Middle. Yeah. Okay. How about you guys? 
I give it, I give it a thorax and a half. A thorax and a half. Okay. <laughs> Haley, what do you think? I thought it was good, but I agree with uh, Caitlin that it, I didn't enjoy it more than the first one. And okay. it's not that I didn't enjoy the movie in general. It just it it didn't hold my attention as well. I could tell that it was longer, and I didn't like that. Why well, fancy these films? Yeah. Okay. Like, we had a lot of detail in there that I didn't think was, necessary. like, it, it was necessary, but it was just too many different routes in it that I just, I didn't, like, I wonder like, how much that was that set up for future stuff that we don't know yet. Yeah. I don't know. Um, cool. Um, did you, uh, did you like it, like, compared to other ones that have come out recently? Um, how would it compare to those, as opposed to the other Ant-Man? I mean, you can't compare it to Avengers because that's a completely different type of movie. But maybe to Homecoming. I I like the other ones more than that because I really liked Ragnarok and I really oh, liked yeah. Homecoming. And just in comparison to those, it wasn't as good of those. Okay. In my opinion. You have any questions about the movie camera? Because you sit there. I everything I've heard so far says that it's fun and isn't necessarily as tied into the rest of the stories as much as possible. I would ask, does it have enough levity after the giant pill of Infinity War? Was it the correct balance to that movie? Yeah, yeah I thought absolutely. it was a nice release after. I think that's what I liked about it. It was a nice release it was like after, after Infinity War. And for the most part, yeah. there was no, there was no cataclysmic. It felt like, it felt like Homecoming, where like yeah. the ramifications of that movie don't mean the entire world's gonna blow mm -hmm. up. Yeah, it was very much an interpersonal, like, this will affect this group of people, but it's not going to destroy the world. Um, we've already got Thanos at work on that. So, um... Or do we? Or do we? Who knows? <laughs> we will find out in another year. Or it's released on DVD. Right? Who knows? Um, yeah, it was, I think it was just a fun, good afternoon, feel good about it at the end of the day. I did like there was a little more time in character development where I feel like some of these movies get so big that they you don't have any time to get to know any of the characters. And um, I thought you got to know um, the main characters a little bit more and they had some time to really develop their relationships. Daughter, but really all of the main principles, you got to know a little bit more about how they interacted and stuff as opposed to just moving along and, and flying all over the place. But um, I look forward to seeing it again. I think it'll be a fun bonus feature one and I think mm -hmm. I, I'm hoping and I think it'll be one of those things that a couple of years from now we're going to go back and look at it and be like oh that actually did mean something um, just because I think it probably set more stages and tables than we thought um, it absolutely was going to should we keep moving we have a new Daps Magic Maker would you like to announce our Daps Magic Maker Cameron I believe you have it in front of you please I will share with you do I would love to <coughs> Just don't drop it. This is, we've got space now. Oh goodness, where am I? Space. Right um, in the middle. I mean space. Oh right yes, um, uh, Lo Yang Lin uh, is our newest uh, Daps Magic Maker. And he is all the way from? Uh, is it Hong Kong? Or, no, where is he from? He is from Taiwan. From Taiwan. So that awesome. is so cool. Where it, he plays. It blows my mind that anyone outside a 10 square mile radius knows <laughs> who I am. <laughs> so like, that's awesome. Thank you so much. And he's a very accomplished harmonica player. That's so cool. Oh, I'm envious. I tried to play the harmonica, and this is a true story. I tried playing harmonica in high school because I was the weird kid and I needed more weird kid stuff. Um, and straight up, even with harmonicas in the right key, harmonicas are not a difficult instrument to play in the correct key. 
Nope. <laughs> I tried so hard. So, uh, my hat is off to you, if you can do that, because I cannot. Here's your thing. And thank you so much for your support, and I always remember him playing a harmonica with Ragtime Robert, oh, uh, cool. playing piano at Coke Corner years ago, and uh, so we really appreciate it, and uh, he's got a new job too, so congratulations. Congratulations! Uh, not and thank you for the support, we appreciate it. Um, moving, continuing right along. Um, Disney is in process of buying Fox. In fact, I think Disney's vote ended today for their shareholders. Mm -hmm. um, I'm assuming it went through. I haven't read anything yet. But um, let's assume this works. Disney buys Fox, and this is actually a question we got this week from Twitter. And uh, they wanted to know, with all of the intellectual properties of Fox, um, you've got Simpsons, X-Men, a bunch of other characters. How do they get utilized by Disney? Mm. Because some of them fit, like the Marvel characters, I think we see an integration coming at some point. We can talk a little bit about that. But Simpsons, I don't actually ever imagine seeing at a Disney theme park. Um, but I could see them being leveraged to get maybe Marvel characters in. Anastasia. Anastasia is a very good point. I could see her coming to, to, to Disney theme parks. She could actually be a Disney princess. Mm -hmm. Then she would actually, yeah. That's been the most confusing her. thing for the last however many, what, two decades now? When did that come out? It's and everybody's saying. Also, the xenomorphs from Alien, because there's a queen. Yeah. Therefore, all of the xenomorphs are princesses. <laughs> that's, that's, science. that's science. Okay, so. Simpsons. What do you think they do with them? I think Simpsons is answered in the same way you can answer most of the intellectual properties that Disney doesn't necessarily want to produce more of, mm -hmm. uh, which is to say Disney will keep the legacy alive as long as it is profitable to continue using 